Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. This is Rose Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. This week we're going in on the new Star Wars movie. Yep. We're going to nerd out on it a little bit. A little bit. You can call it that. So, I just want to start with, I have been trying to see this movie for like a week and something has come up. There was one point where I literally had uh, butter on my popcorn and tickets in my pocket and I had to bail. Um, yeah, your fish tank fucking shit the bed again, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> goddamn fish egg. <laughs> I finally, finally this morning, I got in. I snuck in a couple hours and like watched it as fast as I could. <laughs> I got back out and turned my phone back on. Uh, it's a really good movie. I was yeah. excited about it. So, just uh, for you know record keeping, and in case anybody listens to this way in the future, this is uh, the. Ninth movie. Ninth movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rise, of it, the, Rise of the Skywalkers? It closes out the trilogy of trilogies. Is it Rise of the Skywalker? I thought it was Last Skywalker. The Last Skywalker. Yeah. I think it's maybe. Like, which is funny that it's right after The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Is that it. right? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's confirm. Let's ask the magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's Oracle do. Google. Well, so clearly we've been nerding out on this very hard. <laughs> uh, but I did watch the movie this morning. Um, I loved it. I thought it was... Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, so it kept my wife's attention, which is impressive because she doesn't like Star Wars for shit. It kept mine. I do like Star Wars, but I don't fucking like watch movies ever. Uh, if I do, it's really got to be like, I got to be in a certain like level of hungover or something where I can just like sit back and not fucking move for a little while, which is really hard for me. Uh, but no, it kept my attention. It was good. Yeah. Let's uh before we really get into it, let's just preface this with like obviously if you haven't seen it and you want to go see it, fucking don't li- listen to this. Listen to this later. I yeah. think we're gonna spoil the fuck out of it. Dude, so. so what's up with this fucking Pumbaa looking motherfucker? Fucking warthog bitch with fucking paint on his face. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me see. Fucking what the fuck? Oh, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, nah, that that was like almost nothing in the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Um and Chewie's in it. So Chewie is in it. Mm-hmm. So I want to start with uh they they threw they did a lot of throwbacks. Um <laughs> there's a lot of old cast that shows back up. Uh there's a lot of um like scenes that pay homage to other scenes from the from the original trilogy and even the the next trilogy. Um I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I thought um JJ Abrams did an amazing job with the story. For sure. Uh, he did uh, uh, the first one in this trilogy. What was it called? He uh, did that one, and then someone else did the Last Jedi, and it kind of got some bad, some bad rap. Uh, but J.J. Abrams came back and did the third one, and j- dude, he just crushed it, closed it all out, tied it up nicely. Um, there is some loss, there is some some bummer moments, uh, but it's a it's a great movie. I thought it was really good. There's mm-hmm. a few little parts that kind of. We're like, eh, that's a little weird, but I mean, you got to pander to to everybody. Like, you have to, yeah, you have to appease everybody. And the pandering that happened didn't matter that much. You know what I mean? Didn't, from yeah, the, it didn't take away from the, it. Didn't take away from the story. Yeah. So let's hop in and talk about some spoilers right out the gates. Uh, no one, lightsabers. <laughs> none. <laughs> the force is gone. Yes. Fucked. So uh, bad. No. All right. So they brought back Palpatine. Uh huh. That's right like, at the beginning. Yeah. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like opening uh, the opening score or whatever going up. Uh, they talked about a message coming from like, Palpatine. Oh, yeah. Palpatine's back from the dead. Yeah. What? 
Uh-huh. Yep. Which yes. I hadn't I hadn't had a whole lot of chance to process that because they hit it with you so like right at the beginning. If you remember the other movies too, how Palpatine turned Anakin was by convincing him that he could bring people back from the dead and save the people that he loves. Right. That's how he turned him to the dark side. Mm-hmm. So that was a power that was never shown that the dark side could be capable of, but it, it tied it back together because yeah, that and was he did have a, like like he had the zombie eyes and he even alluded to like there's some gnarly shit that goes on with the dark side yep. yeah Nartown, dude but uh, it was a little weird like dude I watched Palpatine fucking fall down the hole with lightning you know yeah like yeah but so he didn't actually die uh, did you notice Snoke <clears throat> the Snoke clones in the in the tubes when he's walking through the uh-huh. yeah oh, and he even says like I made Snoke. Yeah. And I, you know, that could be taken in a, like, you know, I made him who he was kind of way, but I think, no, like, he he made him, made like, him. in a test tube. <laughs> he put him together? Yeah. Well, I mean, he put he put Anakin back together as Vader, too. Anakin was nothing yeah, but a torso after he yeah. got pulled out of that fucking shit. After yeah. fucking with Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought they, they really did flex a lot, like... There were more Jedi, like the Jedi got more powerful in this movie than they have been in the last two. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially the first one in this trilogy. We we need to figure out what that one's called. Uh, that first one mm-hmm. that J.J. Abrams directed. That one, it seemed like the Jedi's powers were nerfed hardcore. But I think it was because um, all of them, none of them that were around were. The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Ooh. And the Force Awakens, none of the people that could use the Force were really like. Well, none of them were Jedi, right? Or Sith. They they were kind of they they were weak, except Snoke, I guess. But even now, we find out that even he was kind of whack. Um, so they went from one extreme to the other. Like the Jedi in this this movie are as powerful or more powerful than like Mace Windu or uh, <clears throat> shit. Even Yoda, Yoda couldn't like bring heal people and bring people back from the dead and shoot lightning bolts and shit. He couldn't like phase shift himself. Yoda to other could places. shoot lightning bolts for sure. <clears throat> no, he caught him. He just caught him. He could send him back too. Maybe. I felt like I think he. I think he just he could like him, but for yeah. sure. But yeah, he knew what was up with him. But they he end, didn't. He ends up in a in a battle at one point. I can't remember which movie it is, but they they were like clearly our knowledge of the force is no way to determine mm. the way. He fights Palpatine. It was, yeah. a, it was a Star Wars movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. And he fights Palpatine. Yeah, you're right. I think in that one he does throw it back. When he fights Dooku, he just swallows it up. Yeah. Uh, I think... So they definitely leaned more on, like, the people that are in this this iteration, this current generation, are, like, insanely powerful with the Force. But obviously they're a lot less in tune with, like... The training. The training and how to, like... They're definitely not as good of duelists, like, swordsmen or whatever. Uh, and they're they're more raw and i liked a lot of people kind of talk shit about some of the the lightsaber battles between uh uh kylo Kylo ren and ray because they're it's not flashy yeah it's like they're swinging baseball bats Uh uh-huh but Mm -hmm. it's because they're not trained like obviously star wars can make a scene like that they did it with like yoda versus you know count dooku or palpatine or any of that when when obi-wan fights darth maul yeah. yeah, or or when Obi Wan fights Anakin, like yeah, those are all about the sword play. Like they're yeah. those guys are they're masters. They're, they're flexing like how yeah. good of us of how good they are with a lightsaber. Right. 
So in this generation, like the lightsaber battles aren't as insane. It's more force oriented. But, but these are sense. all the people that are like naturally the most in tune with the force in the entire galaxy. Right. right. Like there's that's that's the other thing is there's not a whole lot of them. And in mm-hmm. previous uh, episodes, um, there's a whole lot of Jedi. There's a whole right. lot of well, I don't think there's usually a whole lot of Sith, but there's at no. least more than one. There's two. Master uh, and Apprentice. I am super excited to figure out where the Mandalorian is going to tie into the series. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think it's going to fall somewhere near Rogue One and Solo. I think that... Uh, they, I think they should have... And maybe they did. Maybe I just missed it. But I think they should have said something or done something about it. Because the Mandalorian is huge right now. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams should have like been in tune with Netflix or... Uh, Surely it's all Disney, Disney now. Plus Surely they and... have a overarching plan. I'm very curious as to what the next movie is going to be because, granted, they've closed this the series down. Apparently, supposedly, mm-hmm. we all know they're going to make. I don't more think they closed movies. Star Wars down. I think right. they tied up the Skywalker the trilogy of whole, trilogies. The Skywalker whole storyline is wrapped up yeah. nicely. I can tell you from you know some of my my nerddom that uh, there's there's comics about a lot of specific characters and i bet they start doing more films based on characters so like there's a captain phasma comic there's a kind of like you know, with what they did with x-men when they go back into all the origin movies yeah that kind of thing so i bet i bet a lot more comes out of that Which um, i still haven't seen the most recent x-men i want to watch that that's been on my list but anyway getting back into into this movie um there was a there was a lot that i really liked about it and there's a lot to unfold because there's a ton of shit that happens so uh, can we can we bash a couple things real quick and then dismiss them because that's not at all what like yeah there's a few little bullshit parts uh the one that I kind of felt was forced or whatever is when they come riding out on those fucking big ass animals off the ship and they're yeah. riding on top of the star the star destroyer mm-hmm. dude whatever like that was kind of whack we didn't need it it wasn't really relevant to the story I mean they tried to make it by Oh, block their speeders. Well, they're not using speeders, and they crash through the door riding fucking goats and shit. (laughs) Dude, that was a little forced. You you don't ride those things in space. Like that's just right. Kind of (laughs) dumb. Also, how's everybody breathing? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. One of the ones that got me is there's a there's a scene where they crash the Millennium Falcon because the landing gear is broken, and like every fucking star wars movie there's a scene where they like float the millennium falcon right there and you know what like so the millennium falcon from can float it doesn't need landing gear to, in a runway yeah it could have <laughs> if the landing gear won't go down it could have like hovered right above the land and then and shut off dropped. and gently sat on the ground and instead they show it like smashing through a football <laughs> field like the <laughs> of earth and just they don't even show it crashing but you see it after like the aftermath and it's like dude what the fuck what do y'all can just like hover for a second and they have a history of doing that, though. That's yeah. been in a lot of movies. Like, if you think back to, uh, what is it, Empire Strikes Back, I think, uh, he goes out looking for Master Yoda and crashes the X-Wing into the forest. Oh, yeah. And then Yoda picks it up out of the swamp. Yeah. Okay, so the parts that we just talked about, a little bit whack. There's a couple more, but um, one of the part or one of the, the stuff that I did like, um, I thought that bringing back all the, the old school characters, they brought back... Uh, Lando. Lando. They brought back uh, Harrison Ford in, as um, Han for just a, a, a memory or a minute. Yeah, like a scene. Yeah. Um, obviously, Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia, um, which I thought was super cool the way. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. 
How the um, fuck? Do, yeah, where are you? Where are you finding those cuts from, man? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that uh, they really needed to do that, but I, I get it why they did that. They're they just, did a good job of they're it. They're trying to pull in all the people that want to see all those old characters. Yeah. What I what I really liked though, and you, you're were you talking about Luke bringing the X wing up or Yoda bringing the X wing up made me think of it. They they pay homage to the old Star Wars movies, but they just tweak it a little bit. So yeah. um, the scene where where uh, Ray is about to go to go find Palpatine, and all she needs, she has the holocron or whatever that is. Yeah, and all she needs is a ship. And Luke raises the X-wing out of the water. You remember that? Yeah. So it's almost the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like when Luke is trying to get his X-wing out of the water, and then he can't, and he fails, yeah. and Yoda pulls it, pulls out, it out for, for him. him. So this is like a passing of the torch or a, or a nod. It's it's saying, look. Uh, uh, this is just like the old, you know, the old movie when Yoda did it, but now Luke is the master and Rey is and I think Rey is powerful enough at this point that she totally could have done it herself. She just didn't know that the X-wing was there and so they Luke pulls it out for, her, you know. Yeah. So uh I thought that was super cool. Um the scene where Rey and and Kylo Ren are fighting on the water planet and there's like waves crashing and they're like dodging mm-hmm. it and sword fighting. That made me think of the scene when Obi-Wan and uh Anakin are fighting fighting. with the lava splashing all over the place. Um, Which closed down that trilogy. But it's but it's opposite. Like Mm -hmm. it's that that scene was ultra choreographed and insane uh, lightsaber moves, and they're walking along these like catwalks and they're dodging the environment Mm -hmm. that's moving around them. Mm -hmm. This one, they're sloppy, they're angry, they're emotional, but they're really really powerful. And they're walking down these catwalks, just slugging away at each other. Mm-hmm. And instead of lava, it's water this time. Water so yeah. it, it it was cool. It made me think of that scene, but they it still kept it true to this new movie. They weren't just ripping off the old movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. So and I, I thought they did a really good job of that throughout. I want to talk about the order a little bit. So I, I knew I was going to go see this movie, so I started in on the saga, the entire saga. Mm-hmm. And I looked up. There's a proper way to watch it, and it's not in the order that they were released. So the order you watch it is episodes one, two, and three, and then Solo, and then Rogue One, and then episodes four, five, and six, and then seven, eight, and nine for those out there. And somewhere the Mandalorian's going to fit in, but I don't think anybody has enough info on the Mandalorian yet to know where it's going to fit in. I think it's going to either fit in before or after the entire saga. I don't think it's going to fall in the middle. Well, Rogue One, Rogue One ends with the beginning of Star Wars: A New Hope. Like it's the, that's the it's that's where A New Hope starts. Like that moment, right? Like a door closes and then opens back up, and it's well, the next and they movie. all tied together pretty rapidly. I mean, even you go from Return of the Jedi to uh, what we say the first one was Empire Strikes and, Back, or no, A New no, Hope. The, uh, yeah, A New Hope. No, I don't know. Episode seven. Oh. Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even that transitions is pretty well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they do a good job of picking it back up right there. I thought that uh, they also they also play off of a few little like cliches. Uh, the one that comes right to mind is uh, you know, in at the end of uh, A New Hope, um, Han and Luke both get um, Leia puts a medal around Han and Luke, and at the end of this movie. Uh, or at the end of A New Hope, Chewie doesn't get a medal for some reason. He's just there. Yeah. And that upset some people or people have brought that up. And in this movie, um, he gets a medal. They hand him a medal from, from Leia. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, 
Chewie's like 400 years old. Yeah. Chewie's a badass. I loved I loved watching Chewie fly the Millennium Falcon again. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude. for some reason, that just hits my nostalgia bones so hard. Like, in, in Solo, where Chewie meets Han and they fight in the mud pit mm-hmm. right before they become friends, that's one of my favorite Star Wars fight scenes. Uh, even, like, uh, what's his name? Comes back and he's got the, the Falcons all fucked up. And Chewie is just like... What the fuck, man? <laughs> He's all pissed off because the Falcon's like on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool that Lando and Chewie fly the Falcon at the end. Yeah, um, but even even Lando's a real piece of shit. <laughs> even without, is he a piece of shit? Lando. This one too? No, just like through most of the series, he's a real piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> even without Lando, I just I really like it when Chewie because I mean that's as, that's as much his ship as it was Han Solo's, you know, right, yeah. if not more at this point. Lando mm-hmm. does the very minimum to not seem like a piece of shit. Like he's like, I'm a total piece of shit. And then I might do something cool once or twice. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he shows up at the right time with the right army of people. Yeah, yeah, fleet of people. Yeah, um, they introduced a few characters that were like I didn't quite understand uh, the the chick character that ends up kind of being a love interest for Boyega for F for Finn for Finn. Yeah. That's for probably what chop was talking about where that storyline's going to break off. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, that seems a little forced. They're but. setting it up. You know that it's not going to be the end of the saw. I mean, Disney just bought it like three movies ago, you know, now nah, they're going to kill it, man. They'll yeah. beat it. Now nah, they'll beat it <laughs> right forever. in the ground. No, nah, now, now it just starts a new, a new story yeah, like a new outside story. of the Skywalker story. Right. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we followed um, Anakin all the way through. We followed Luke all the way through, and now we followed Ray well, all right, the way through. And right now it's Mandalorian, and when that all ties together, there will probably be one or two movies coming out of the backside of that. Yeah, the next, the next trilogy, <clears throat> maybe Ray is the um, the Yoda of for a new group of heroes. You know, they yeah. should make her start talking all backwards and shit too. <laughs> I did. I did think it was cool that uh, Very good they Jedi, they yeah. emphasize like the the friendship and the camaraderie. Um, they really made me believe uh, like this group of people was as likable as a group as the original group. You know, like Han and and Leia yeah. and Luke. The characters were that like yeah. And so we had Han and Leia and Luke, and now we have Finn and Ray and Poe. Po. Yeah, and that was cool. Which uh, Poe is the new. Han Solo, like 100%. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's exactly the role he fills as being Han Solo now that Han Solo's not fucking there. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it was cool, and we're this is the big spoiler, right? But I thought it was cool the way um, you had uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, and then the big reveal is that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. Right. So in this one, they kind of did the same thing, but they, again, paid homage to the originals, but they made it their own. Uh, you find out that Ray is of the bloodline that Palpatine. Palpatine. He's like a grand. She's like a grandson or something. She's or like a. She's like a Skywalker and a Palpatine, right? She's not a Skywalker. No, no. what's hers? She's, she's Palpatine. She's a Palpatine. Yeah, yeah but who's by her blood, mom? she's who's a Palpatine. Who's her mom though? It was Palpatine's kid, but Palpatine's kids tried to live like in obscurity and not like be associated with him at all. So that's where, like, in the earlier movies. Uh, Kylo Ren is talking about like your parents weren't anything. They don't. You came from nobody or whatever. Yeah, and that was kind of true, but they, it was true because they wanted it to be that way. Yeah. So like they they completely kind of shut themselves off and went somewhere else, and then because the, I mean Palpatine was the big the big bad. He was the Adolf Hitler of that galaxy. Like, so after he gets defeated, I guess his kids 
like hid hid somewhere, you know. And then they had a daughter, and and how's he so connected was, to Kylo? How's she so connected to Kylo Ren, though? I thought they were like because they're they're yin and yang. They're good and bad. They're they're connected in their their length but they the force. But they were flip-flopped, though, right? Right, right, right. Like and that's, he was that's supposed was to be the good one, and she was not supposed to So be he was the Skywalker. She was the, the Palpatine. But then she ends up being the Jedi, and he ends up being the Sith. And then, of course, at the end of this movie... Uh, he turns. They, yeah, he turns. Instead of her, he turns to Which the, the whole, back to the good side. The other two movies leading up was the battle of who's going to turn. Mm-hmm. Right. And even in this one, they're... Yeah. Like Ray's fighting it the whole time, and yeah. then you get to see, oh yeah, you get to see Ray kind of go hard for a little bit. She, she really is the most powerful. She's more powerful than, yeah. than Kylo for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, but her and Kylo made a pretty unstoppable team. Mm-hmm. We just lost Ben at this point, right? Because right, Kylo yeah. died, but um, we lost Ben at the end. Um, but yeah, it was cool the way they paid homage to the originals by by uh, her having the big reveal of oh you're a Palpatine and and now the roles have flip flop right know, she's the good guy and he's the and then at the very end of like the very very tail end the lady asks her you know what's your last name or whatever your family name and she just she just claims Skywalker she says I'm a Skywalker yeah because yeah. Leia Leia helped her like. Overcome everything, and, and well, and and, and Luke. Luke, yeah, and Luke, yeah. Uh, I also thought it was super cool. I mean, so after after uh, Darth Vader gets defeated and Palpatine is defeated, um, Luke runs off trying to like find the the Emperor, and then he like disappears to the Jedi Island or whatever. Yeah, um, Han goes back to smuggling and being Han Solo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Leia. Stays. Continues the rebellion, she, right? Yeah. She continues to fight, and so in this movie or, or in this trilogy, she's real. She's the general. She's General Leia, mm-hmm. and she is the embodiment of this whole rebellion. She's mm-hmm. the she's the the man, so to mm-hmm. speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they actually they did a super good job because okay, big you know spoilers again or whatever, but uh, you know when she she passes in this movie, and first of all, I thought they did that really well because it would have been super easy for them to do another big like holy fuck moment and like big drawn out like over dramatic kind of scene where she dies in like some you know big thing and instead like it was meaningful but jj abrams had the he was intuitive enough to know that they don't have time to yeah to obsess over leia being dead like it it hits everybody and chewy whoever is playing chewy now crush it i don't know and maybe it was cgi i don't know Mm -hmm. but um when he collapses when he hears that leia is dead yeah and then you and then it makes you remember like Chewie was there when they found Leia in the Death Star. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. che- Chewie and Leia have been—he's as much a part of the story as everyone else. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't speak English, so we don't—we yeah. don't think of him as one of the heroes that's right there with him. But he is. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams really made it a point to be like, "Dude, Chewie's Chewie's a bro. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's <laughs> here with us." I thought I, I thought it was really well done. Whenever Leia does die, like they did it, she died peacefully, but like doing something important, and then. Uh, was she on a starship when she died? Nope. Nope. Okay. But sorry, uh, a very serious moment. They uh, <laughs> she was in a rebel base. So. They uh, they did a really good job of like making you feel like they like you could feel the impact on the entire rebellion whenever it happens. Like mm-hmm. it was a it was a fuck me moment. But it, like you were saying, they didn't have time to like obsess over it, and they had to get back to what they were doing. But you could tell everybody was fucked up. Like. And then he sets up a really cool, I mean, 
it bugged me just for a minute how like oh no there's this giant like I want to say force, but that's the wrong word because there is a force in this universe. But there's a giant like army or armada or yeah, that yeah. wasn't there before, and now all of a sudden it's just this huge major threat. But they did do a good job of making it like, okay, rebellion. This is this is their hail mary. Like this is the moment. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's the the last seconds. The clocks are clocks are at zero. Fucking go. Yeah. Um. And so the final scene is is a lot of fun. It's a huge battle. Um, and, and that happens in the original Star Wars and all, all the Star Wars, really. It's this culmination of like, um, you know, the dog fighting with the X-Wings and TIE fighters and the, the big ship that's about to explode and do something like blow up everything. And then you've got the, the lightsaber battle and it all kind of culminates and builds. And then it all kind of happens at the same time and everything has to fit into place yeah. in order for it to, to be successful. And uh, the way it was written was pretty pretty creative when you remember what he had to start with you know mm-hmm. um no definitely i agree and so kind of getting to the very end of it like uh i thought the end was super cool she takes luke and leia's lightsaber and goes back to their uh that home and buries them behind like a brick or whatever and then she comes out and she has her her lightsaber that's yellow which is the like defenders of the force i guess they're the I see. I didn't. I didn't know much about the colors of the lightsaber until like recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make sense though, because you see, like, like you see Obi Wan with a blue lightsaber because he's like, it's balance. Yeah, he's he's, he's knowledgeable and he's patient and he's wise, mm-hmm. and he's a good swordsman and also strong with the force, but not necessarily spectacular in any one area. And then you see, you know, like Luke Skywalker having the green lightsaber and. He was he was a much more like forward uh, aggressive style. Um, no, but- green green's uh, like the wisdom of the force. So that's why like Yoda and uh, Luke has blue afterwards, but I think he starts with green. But Luke had no Luke starts with oh you're right no Luke starts with blue. The first lightsaber is blue that he gets from his dad or from Obi Wan, but it's his dad's lightsaber. Okay, oh, I'm pretty sure. Uh. Well, in any case, so Yoda's was green, like the consular, Jedi consulars and stuff like that have green. They're like the wisdom and and like the, the sages of the Star Wars universe. But then in the Return of the Jedi, I think Luke Luke's has... Luke's green in Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, Luke gets green and he goes and fights Jabba the Hutt. And he's, that's when he's like, like alpha Luke Skywalker. Like that's yeah. Luke Skywalker. It is cockiest and most aggressive and like sure of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, later he ends up with a blue lightsaber because he becomes, a uh, an old ba- man, a sage. Oh, and he's so balanced. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, <clears throat> the yellow is the defender. So like the, um, Jedi sentinels and stuff that would guard the, the order or like the, the council and like the, the island and all of that, they had the yellow and they were like the defenders of the force. The, uh, a lot of the teachers for the younglings had yellow as well um and then purple was the people who have like used the dark side to fight the dark side so like they've touched the dark side before in an effort to fight the dark side which just makes windy right yeah yeah for sure so i thought that was cool at the very end he he uh or ray buries the the lightsabers and and she turns on her own lightsaber and it's yellow and it's unique you know i, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool it's a also a way of like saying just straight out she's she's full-blown a jedi now I right mean, yeah 
she made her own lightsaber. She's she's good to go. Oh, mm-hmm. she made it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did she get a kit from Amazon or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so free two days. It was super good. So I'm I'm super stoked on the Star Wars series as a whole right now. Like, uh, Mandalorian's good. The last movie was incredible, and I, I just finished playing the video game. It was super fucking good and paid a lot of homage to. Uh, I, I heard the video game was good. Yeah, it's it's really good. The last scene in that game is spectacular. It's really fucking cool, uh, and they and they do a really good job of paying like homage to kind of that same stuff we're talking about. Like you know, you build your lightsaber, and you know you you get to choose a color, and it, you know that kind of thing. And so like everything that I'm experiencing in the Star Wars universe right now is super good, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm stoked about that. Yeah, they're on their A game and. Honestly, I, the the second movie, whatever that whatever that one was, uh, yeah, I, in between the two J.J. Abrams movies, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. that one um, wasn't bad. I don't think it was bad. It had its weak moments. It definitely wasn't as good as this most recent movie. And they should have had J.J. Abrams do all three from the get go. For sure, because if he didn't have to like. Like, he set up a cool story, and then he let someone else kind of fuck it up a little bit, and then he had to, like, rebuild it. it. Yeah. And I feel like if he would have just done all three, they just would have gotten better and better. And, yeah. they, you know, and they did. But this last one, I mean, he, he crushes it. For sure. And, you know, he's the one that, that got me interested in Star Trek. I've never been a Star Trek fan. And for whatever reason, like, when he did Star Trek, I'm, I'm interested in watching it now. So now he's... he's, uh, he's hit it out of the park with star wars as well man so that's something i need to do soon i just did the whole star wars i'm gonna go through and do all star trek again that's a lot of content (laughs) yeah it is and i don't don't know where to start but it's it's worth checking out if you haven't seen the the newest star wars movie or you're planning to (coughs) first of all you shouldn't listen to this podcast (coughs) but if you uh if you have seen it uh be sure to hit us up in our comments let us know if we got anything wrong i'm sure we did yeah definitely Um, it's a lot of content too yeah for sure so guys the whiskey and whiskers website is up it's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com if you'd like to support the show there's a link to our patreon account with pledges starting at just one dollar at whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com you can also find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen itunes youtube spotify google play and your favorite podcasting apps uh there are live feeds to our social media on instagram twitter and facebook again that's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com we have new episodes every week and we'll see you next monday